So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. Barkoff has it, drifting, sends it to the slot. Nedeljkovic, what a save! Alex Nedeljkovic from post to post has just taken one away from Carter Verhage. I just said he had a signature save in the period with his stick. Well, grab the pen again, because this is the new signature. Natchez has a step, has some speed, trying to work around New Navarra. Works it to Pesci. A little too far for him, but Trocek will pick up the rebound pass. He'll fire one right on. Pops up on Drieger. It goes to the net. They score! Just how you draw it up, Vincent Trocek. And Carolina goes up. Two to nothing. Three seconds left. Florida has it in their own end. They'll concede. And another shutout for Alex Nedeljkovic. The Carolina Hurricanes. Podcast with host Adam Gold, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the host of the Canes Corner Podcast, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I'm Adam Gold. Another happy recap. And welcome to first place. Carolina Hurricanes beat the Florida Panthers by the score of 3-0 at PNC Arena. Uh, it is their 14th Home win. They are 14-2-3 on home ice. And they are midway through this eight-game homestand. And they are 3-1. and one. Uh, We haven't seen an overtime game uh, on the homestand. Uh, split with Dallas. And now have taken both in regulation from the Florida Panthers. Uh, big for a lot of reasons. Obviously, the Hurricanes move into first place. But they put Florida behind them. Uh, and still have the two games in hand on the Panthers. Not that you want to use that cushion, but it's nice to have. Uh, the Canes Corner Podcast Morning After Edition is brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Bay and Bow Windows, two of their specialties, but they have a lot of specialties, including entry dorms, storm doors, gutter helmets. Check out what they have to offer online aluminumcompany.com and you can go online for free no obligation estimate this was not at all like tuesday tuesday fun hockey up and down lots of scoring chances again i've talked this we've talked about peter morazic before it was not morazic tonight obviously we'll get to alex nadelkovic uh, i thought peter's best game of the season was <laughs> one of the rare times he didn't Pitch a shutout. Uh, three shutouts and four starts, basically, prior to Tuesday night. He gives up two goals, but I thought he was the best he'd been all year. Uh, it was just that kind of a game. It was just a wild up-and-down game. This was anything but. Uh, the first period sort of had some of those hallmarks. Uh, there weren't a ton of scoring chances, but those that were were pretty high danger, uh, and Alex Nedeljkovic was 
more than up to the task. And he was all night long. Alex was excellent tonight as he wins his ninth start uh, of the season, ninth game of the season. He's 9-4-2, and two, uh, raised his save percentage to 928 uh, with the Hurricanes this year. And I believe tonight should answer any more questions. We don't have to have any more goaltending questions. Uh, and this is meant as no disrespect to James Reimer. Uh, a third goaltender uh, has never had as good a season as James Reimer has had. Let's keep this in mind. James Reimer, for all of the gnashing of teeth, 14, 4, and 1. Uh, 905 save percentage, uh, 271 goals against. That's the third best goaltender on this team. Those numbers are not spectacular. 14, 4, and 1 is pretty good. Uh, he is, uh, he's really had a great year, uh, but the way Alex Ndelkovic played tonight and the way he has played really since his first couple of starts, maybe three starts, uh, basically has told everybody Ned is the number two to Peter Morazic. So we'll see a steady diet of Peter, and we'll talk about this later on with Alec Campbell. We will see a steady diet of Peter, and in the starts where it's not Peter, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be Nedeljkovic. The only time I believe we will see James Reimer, I think he will dress as the backup often, will not be surprised uh, when Mrazek gets back in the net on Saturday against Detroit. I'm saying when because I'm confident that's how it's going to go. I won't be surprised if James Reimer is the backup for that game. Will not at all. Uh, with, uh, with all of that, uh, Reimer, I believe, will probably at some point play late in the season. I'm not saying when Carolina has clinched wherever they're going to be uh, heading to the playoffs, uh, but I just think that it's uh, it's time to get this. Uh, this season only has 17 more games left. Peter Morazic's got to play. He's got to get ready for the postseason. Alex Nedeljkovic also has to be ready just in case. And I do think that at the end of the year, we'll probably see James Reimer play a game, maybe two games. Uh, and uh, when the playoffs roll around, if you suddenly find yourself in need of the third goaltender, it won't have been a month and a half since James Reimer has played. It's going to be very difficult on him. But the truth is, the two best goalies need to play. And the two best goalies are Mrazek and Nedeljkovic. It's actually a good problem to have. If I was even going to forecast further into the future, maybe this is not the right time for it. I think you'll see Peter Mrazek and Alex Nedeljkovic as the two goalies next year. I don't know what the combined salaries are going to be. My guess is somewhere in the neighborhood of between five and six. Uh, and for if those are your two guys, you're probably in pretty good shape. And I do believe around the league they'll stop talking about whether or not the Hurricanes need goaltending because this was not about goaltending tonight. Uh, and in, even though Ned was great, uh, I know he was the game's first star in the arena. I think maybe it's automatic when the goalie pitches a shutout and looks good. I uh, don't think he was their best player, but he certainly wasn't their worst. And he was on the short list of guys who played really well tonight. I made him my third star. My second star was Dougie Hamilton, who I thought was outstanding tonight. And my first star was Vincent Trocek, who I'm, Florida cannot wait for this season series to end. They can't. Florida might, if uh, th they might want to avoid Carolina in the postseason. I kid. 
Uh, Florida is an outstanding team, but uh, the Hurricanes are now 5-0-1 against the Panthers. Let's get into the, the you know, kind of delve into that a little bit. Then we'll do the recap. Then we'll talk to Alec Campbell. Uh, first of all, this was a special, Rod Brindamore said it after the game, I don't think the Hurricanes won this game on special teams. Uh, but their play on special teams absolutely set the table for the win. Um, first of all, Carolina goes, uh, what is it, one for uh, one for four in the power play tonight. Uh, that's good. One for four is not bad. It's below their normal standard, but one for four is good. Uh, they are now 8-for-24 on the power play in going 5-0-1. Oh, the Hurricanes have a power play goal in every game against Florida. Every game. They are 8-for-24, they are 33% on the power play. Uh, Florida goes 0-for-4 oh, against the Hurricanes. They went 0-for-6 oh, on the power play in this uh, trip, and they are 0-for oh, their last 16 against Carolina dating back to, uh, and actually it's probably even better than that because uh, uh, I don't think Florida scored on their last power play in the second game of the season series. But the Hurricanes have now won five in a row from Florida. The only loss was the first meeting in which they lost in overtime uh, on the Jonathan Huberdeau goal. Uh, but the Hurricanes' power play or penalty kill against Florida in the season series, they have killed off 22 of 20. And the Canes also have a shorthanded goal. So uh, they're only minus one on Florida's power play through the six games. And Florida has a wonderful power play. I mean, it's uh, it, I think they've kind of uh, dried up a little bit here. So they're outside the top ten in the league. But, heck, if you take away the games against the uh, Hurricanes, uh, they're probably inside the top ten. But we know what kind of talent they've got, right? So uh, nobody uh, nobody has to... Uh, apologize for the Florida Panthers. Uh, this was more like the games against Dallas. This was not like the game against Florida on Tuesday uh, or like a lot of games, although not the most recent ones, against Chicago, uh, which tend to be more wide open. This was, it felt like a game against Dallas. Just not a lot of room. Carolina, the better team in the neutral zone. Uh, and Carolina, I thought, played a really, really strong defensive game. Wasn't a perfect one because there were moments where Carolina had a hard time getting a stick to the puck uh, to get even just to get it out of the zone. Uh, but Carolina generated a little bit more and uh, there just wasn't a ton in this game. But what there was, was I think pretty high danger. Uh, so the, uh, the Hurricanes played a really, a, I think a very good game defensively. I thought they played a very good game in the neutral zone uh, and they did just enough offensively. Uh, Jordan Stahl had two incredible chances in the first period. Uh, he had, the, on the first power play, Dougie Hamilton sprung him with a, sp- a stretch pass that Stahl missed the net, and then he hit the pipe uh, on a shot from uh, relatively in tight. Uh, but uh, they just couldn't get one to go until the power play, and then Sebastian Ajo uh, finished off a great pass from Vincent Trocek. Trocek scores the goofy goal in the second period, then Martin Natchez Ices it with the empty netter. Uh, but there just wasn't a ton from uh, from Florida today. Uh, not only was that Carolina's overall team play, which was very good, uh, but also when uh, when needed, Alex Nedeljkovic was outstanding. Um, there were a lot of star potential today. There were a lot of guys who could have been stars. I thought Jordan Stahl was very good. Sebastian Ajo was good. I thought uh, we're starting to see, like, I, we can see the light 
at the end of the tunnel for for rather uh, Andrei Svechnikov. I thought Svechnikov, right after, first of all, he didn't take a bad penalty. That's, that's positive. Uh, but right after turning the puck over just inside the blue line. So Carolina's got the puck in the offensive zone, and Svechnikov, with a, I don't even know what he was thinking about, pass. Uh, actually, just a pass to the wall. Florida starts out with an odd man chance. Uh, but Svechnikov got back, uh, got his stick on stick of Carter Verhage, and eliminated a great scoring chance because he hustled to get back. And there were a couple of other good defensive opportunities for Andre tonight. So it was good to see Svech uh, play a good game. I thought the stall line with Martinook and Fogel was outstanding. Uh, apparently, I didn't look at the line charts to start the game. Apparently, that wasn't supposed to be a thing. Like it was supposed to be Niederreiter with Stahl and Fogel. Uh, I think that lasted one shift. Uh, and uh, then I think Rod decided that uh, he was going to put a checking line together to deal with Alexander Barkov. Uh, and Stahl, Martinuk, and Fogel, I thought were outstanding. And I, I think Martinuk and Fogel each could have been stars in this game. I thought they were both really, really good. Slavin was good. Pesci was good. Shea was good. Carolina's top four on the blue line were outstanding. There were so many good players. Jesper Foss plays well. Uh, and, of course, uh, the three stars, Ned Hamilton and Vincent Trocek. But there's so many good players tonight for Carolina. They played a really sound team game. Vincent Trocek against his old team. So now he's got six goals. He's got two assists. He's got four power play goals, one power play assist. Uh, and it's not just against Florida that he's killing it. He does have eight points in the six games. But he's got eight points against Dallas, too. <laughs> so, I mean, he's, he is, he's having that kind of year. He's got uh, 33 points in 30 games. He leads Carolina in points per game. And obviously a little bit more than one. 16 goals, 17 assists. He and Sebastian Ajo are tied for the team lead in goals. He's got 17 assists. He's just had a marvelous, marvelous season. Uh, and tonight in the face-off circle, he won 11 of 17 face-offs, including a couple of big face-off wins in the defensive zone uh, when Florida was on the power play in the third period early on with Sebastian Ajo in the penalty box. Trocek won a couple of defensive zone faceoffs that were just critical because that, that's a dangerous time of the game. It's 2-0. Florida's got an early power play. One of your best penalty killers is in the box. Trocek just, just does everything you could possibly do to make sure that his team is not suffering the consequences of those power plays. Uh, he just had a great night, and he's been dynamite really all uh, all year long. It's been fun. Uh, to watch Vincent Trocek. We knew going into the season, uh, and I wrote about it, and we talked about it on various podcasts, uh, the difference between the Hurricanes being uh, a good playoff team and a great team with a chance to win a cup was Trocek. We thought going into the season, I shouldn't say we, I, thought, I legitimately thought going into the season that I was not sure that Trocek was good enough to be a second center for this team. That they needed somebody to take some of the scoring load off, some of the defensive load off, uh, both Ajo and Stahl. And I wasn't sure Trocek was up to that. Couldn't have been more wrong. Trocek, more than up to it. He has been arguably 
the MVP for this team. As great as he, great a year as Jordan Stahl has had. Uh, as good a year as Sebastian Ajo has had. They're not where they are without Vincent Trocek. Trocek has just been a nightmare for other teams. A nightmare for his former team. Uh, the goal he scored tonight was just comical. Uh, good shot. Hits uh, Chris Drieger in the shoulder. Uh, and I think Tripp did a great job of demonstrating it on the Telestrator in, uh, with, through replay. Uh, that there was room there had uh, Trocek been able to just get it over the shoulder because there was room under the bar and really inside the post. Uh, but it hit him in the shoulder and popped straight up in the air and came right down on the back of Drieger and in. E2 Lusteranen uh, tried his best to swat it away, but he missed it. And Carolina had a 2-0 lead. That was an uh, early second period goal. Natchez uh, ices it with the empty netter. I thought Natchez played well, too, uh, with uh, just a little less than a minute left to make it 3-0. So Trocek's been tremendous against his former team. Uh, now, one quick note about being in first place, because I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but the Hurricanes are now in first place. 27-9-3, they have 17 games left. Tampa, a winner tonight in Columbus, thinks 6-4. 27-11-2, so Tampa is one point behind Carolina, uh, and Carolina has a game in hand on the Lightning. By the way, these two teams will meet in uh, Tampa uh, the uh, toward the end of the season, uh, and those will be the last two meetings. Carolina and Florida only have two meetings left. Those will be in Sunrise later in the year. Uh, but the uh, the Hurricanes uh, have a one-point lead on the Lightning with a game in hand, and they have a one-point lead on Florida with two games in hand. Florida 26-11-4. Even more important, right? The, uh, not only did you win these two games, but you didn't give Florida anything. Florida walks out here empty-handed. Hurricanes now 5-0-1 oh, on the season. Uh, Florida came in 1-1-2 one, one, because two of the losses were in overtime. Um but uh, they now walk out of here one, three, and two, with just four points in the six games so far this year. Quick thing about first place: we'll do a quick recap. There wasn't a lot to recap, and then we'll uh, talk to Alec Campbell. First place is important. It's important for a lot of reasons. It's important for hey, you won the damn division. That's important. But it's also important because not that anybody is going to be easy. Dallas would not be easy. Chicago would not be easy. Nashville, especially the way they're playing, would not be easy. But it will be much more difficult to beat both Florida and Tampa to get through. So there is that as an incentive for being in first place. But the the not the fear, because I don't believe that the the team will look at it that way. But First place is also not the accomplishment. That doesn't matter as much as making sure you are playing well and playing the way you're supposed to play because that's more important when you get to the playoffs. Heck, the Hurricanes could finish third if they're playing well when they get to the playoffs. That'll take care of itself. But it, you cannot look at first place as the, as the goal, as an accomplishment. It is, it is simply one step along the way. Uh, but Carolina has earned their spot in the standings. Absolutely earned it. Uh, Detroit in here on Saturday, and then on Monday, uh, the Red Wings finish up that two-game set, and it will be 
as long as nothing happens on Saturday, the 1,000th game of Jordan Stahl's career, the 1,000th game of Jordan Stahl's career. So uh, good stuff from uh, from the Hurricanes tonight. Let's do a quick recap, then we'll get to Alec Campbell on the other side. Uh, we, we pick it up here in the first period. Canes getting their second power play. Remember the first power play that featured the Hamilton to Stahl stretch pass that ended up with a great scoring chance and no goal. Uh, second power play. This is the way this is supposed to work. Jordan Stahl wins the draw. Dougie Hamilton ends up with the puck. Good things happen. It's a very simple formula. We pick up the action with Vincent Trocek actually having the puck, making a pass to Sebastian Ajo. Draws one by Stahl. Now Crosby shoots and scores! Sebastian Ajo! On a pretty setup from Vincent Trocek. Excellent puck movement. And Sebastian Ajo's 16th goal of the season. Stahl wins the draw. Goes back to Hamilton, or actually, I think it's Svechnikov picked up the puck. He gave it to Hamilton. Hamilton gave it back to Svechnikov along the wall. Svechnikov went below the goal line to Trocek to the right of Drieger, and then he threw a cross-ice feed to Ajo for a one-timer that beat Drieger, uh, and it's one nothing Carolina. That's the way the period ended. Uh, we pick up the action now in the second period, and I understand that Vincent Trocek is having a good year. And I understand that he has scored in all five games before tonight against his former team, the Florida Panthers. And I understand that he has some great friends in that locker room. But when you're going to score goals like this, you are doing your former team dirty. Natchez has a step, has some speed, trying to work around Nudavara. Works it to Pesci. A little too far for him, but Trocek will pick up the rebound pass. He'll fire one right on. Pops up on Drieger. It goes to the net. They score! Just how you draw it up, Vincent Trocek. And Carolina goes up 2-0. Could you hear Trip Tracy laughing? Could you hear that? My favorite part of that play-by-play call. Vincent Tr- <laughs> Trocek, uh, the shot hits Drieger and the shoulder flutters up in the air, <laughs> comes back down to earth, hits Drieger in the back, ro- rolls into the goal. 2 nothing Carolina and Trip Tracy is laughing in the background. By the way, on the first goal, Trocek and Svechnikov got the assist. On the second goal, assists go to Natchez and Brady Shea. I thought Shea had a good game again tonight. Uh, and then third period was really kind of a defensive clinic, although we cannot cannot forget the contributions of this guy, the rookie goaltender from Parma, Ohio, getting work done. Into the game zone, now into the slot, right on, Barkov, on Anelkovich, and Anelkovich closes the door. Verhage with a follow-up just off of the mark. Now it's batted down again, Verhage with a back hit, Anelkovich gets a stick to it, as Barkov was all alone in the slot. Alex Nedeljkovic, two big plays here on this sequence. Now Slavin steps into his man and makes sure that Marchman's drive is handled by Nedeljkovic. Has it drifting, sends it to the slot. Nedeljkovic, what a save! Alex Nedeljkovic from post to post has just taken one away from Carter Verhage. I just said he had a signature save in the period with his stick. Well, grab the pen again because this is the new signature. Pesci. Keeping Barkoff at the wings now. It comes to Gudis. Gudis hammers one right on it. Alkovich makes the save. Carolina looking to clear. Stahl gets to it. Gets it to the point. Not out. Kept 
tipped in by Yandel, and good work by Fogle to pop it out. Florida's got a tag up there, offsides, and Carolina survives that. Ned was great. Ned was dynamite, and he picked up his third shutout of the season. His, again, his save percentage now is 928 on the year. I mean, it's no 962 or whatever Peter Morazic's is, uh, but 928 will get the job done uh, for, for a rookie goaltender uh, who has now made, uh, what is it, 15 starts this season. I, I know there's a lot of talk about uh, Ned getting a certain number of starts, so he avoids unrestricted free agency. I doubt very highly he's going to get that many starts. He has to get to, I believe it's, oh, I don't know, it's 20, uh, I need like eight or so more starts. I don't know. Uh, either way, he's not going to get that many starts the rest of the way. Uh, but also, I don't think it matters if Ned is an unrestricted free agent or a restricted free agent. I am fairly certain that the Hurricanes are going to do what they can to keep Alex Nedeljkovic. And I again, I said this earlier. I think your goaltenders next year will likely be Peter Mrazek and Alex Nedeljkovic. I don't think either will be on long deals. I think they'll probably both be two, maybe three-year deals at best. Uh, and Carolina will likely give goaltenders in their system uh, a chance to kind of grow and develop. And they'll probably draft another goaltender and then another one after that. Uh, and then hope that maybe you hit the the superstar. Uh, but look, if they if they went with Morazic and Ned for a while, uh, next couple of years, I think Carolina is going to have plenty of good chances to win. I don't think goaltending. I've said this before. Goaltending doesn't hold them back. Let's pick up the action, shall we? Late in the third period, Carolina with the goaler out for Florida, simply looking to put this one away. Now Marchman will take it. He'll lose it, especially Kov. Natchez has it at the blue line, takes aim, deflected, he scores! Martin Natchez gets his 10th of the season into the empty net, and Carolina goes up 3-0. And that's that. Canes get the win, 5-0-1 on Florida this year. Uh, They have allowed two goals total in their last three games. They have allowed four goals or more, and it was only four goals, once in their last 22 games. Carolina's goal prevention has been outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, Top power play in the game, one of the best five or six penalty kills in the game, uh, and that has everything to do with Carolina's active defense, uh, and forwards, attention to detail. One final thing. And boy, I have spent way too much time uh, before we get to Alec Campbell. Uh, it is uh, it is obvious, by the way, our friend Sarah Sivian from The Athletic is clearly writing an article about Rod Brindamore, and I'm here for it uh, because Rod's fingerprints are 100% on this team. You often hear the phrase that the a team takes on the identity of their head coach. Well, that's what this team does. It takes on the identity of their head coach. Uh, they are prepared. They are determined. They do not give up. They, for the most part, have good attention to detail. Uh, do they turn the puck over? Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. Uh, they're not perfect. Uh, but, man, they are, uh, they are a joy, I'm sure, to, uh, to coach. Because they are undeterred. It doesn't matter 
whether they play like crap, they figure out a way to keep it close. Uh, even the games that they lost this year, man, uh, in every single game they lost, you could probably go back and say, man, we could have won that game. We could have won that game. Uh, but they weren't. They probably were not going to go undefeated. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with Alec Campbell on the other side. Kane's Corner podcast here for you. Follow us wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, give us five stars uh, because it's fun. If you're walking your dog, if you're walking your Shih Tzu, uh, I hope you're having a good day. Alec Campbell next. My man Alec Campbell, Stormwatch Aftermath, and, of course, Intermissions, Hurricanes Radio Network. Uh, and uh, tomorrow we will not pay any attention uh, to the radio show as we watch the second round of the Masters on the radio. Uh, I, I guess Jordan Spieth uh, did some good things, did some bad things, made a seven on nine. Uh, probably mm-hmm. not a good idea to uh, to do that, Jordan, but uh, such is life. Such is life. No, right. but he chipped in at one point, and you know he made an eagle at 15, and... He's Very, one under. He's one of three people that are under par. Oh wait, so he's one good. under. Yeah, look at that. I didn't. Uh, I, I honestly, I didn't get a chance to pay any attention this afternoon when I got home. I was disappointed yeah, in myself. He chipped, he chipped in for eagle at fifteen um, from behind the green. Wow. By um, the way, your Great yeah. Britain and Ireland pick looking better and better with Looks Justin good. Rose at Looks seven good. under par. Looks good. <laughs> um, but man, what a tough golf course today. You know, Tripp and I just spent the last five minutes talking about the golf tournament. Oh, did you? Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, greens already look super baked. My gosh, they're brown. Um, they are. They're brown. I don't think I've ever seen them this brown before. Um, but, you know, I saw, I think it was Justin Rose who said that he feels like he just got out of the ring with Evander Holyfield. Um <laughs> The, the the scoring, I saw a stat, the scoring after round one at the tournament in 2020 uh, collectively was minus 54. Today it was plus 220. Wow. That sounds that yeah. sounds bad. Yep. Or good, it's depending, hard, on, depending on how you look at it. Yes. I'm, but, I'm okay. I'm here for a hard Masters. Yeah. No, I, I mean, listen, I, Justin I Rose shot seven under. Par. Yeah. No. Hell no. Hell no. It's fine. They're pros. They'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's talk about pro hockey. Uh, boy, there's so many things I want to talk about here. Let's start with the least important thing tonight, okay? This is a great way to start off the podcast. Here's the least important thing: Carolina's in first place. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's about all I have to say about that. We can all screenshot it and throw it on our social media feeds, just in case people don't know and. Do the whole y'all this team type thing, <laughs> and here's the um, thing. be real happy about it. And it's good, you know. You'd rather be on in first place than any of the other places, but you know, there's still enough hockey left to go that uh, you know you, you find yourself back down there a little bit before and uh, I do, later I, on. I just want to say that I'm cool with any fan that want that that is taken. No, you're not taking a victory lap. It's cool. There are 17 games left in a season, yeah. and the Hurricanes are in the good place, times, right? And they're not just in first place. They have the best point percentage in the entire NHL. They're ahead of Tampa. They're ahead, Florida's. I, I think Carolina is better than Florida, regardless. And obviously, the season series has kind of proven that out. But they're ahead of Tampa, and, and they are three mm-hmm. and three against Tampa this year. Obviously, there's some overtime uh, involved there, but uh, they have played Tampa even basically 
uh, during the season series. I'm not saying they're as good as Tampa, but they have battled them. Uh, so it's just, this has been so far um, just an incredibly successful season. So I'm, I'm cool with uh, with fans screenshotting uh, that. Yeah. My only point Listen. about first place is that that's not the goal. Right? Mm-hmm. That To me, that's not the goal. The goal is not to finish in first place. The goal is to be uh, playing their best when they hit the playoffs because they're good enough. They're good enough, but they have to be playing at a high level. That's that's my only point about the whole first place thing is that that ain't the accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Um, you know, and Steve Smith always used to say when they would get on him about celebrating after catches, he'd be like, dude, I don't know, you know, my, my career could end at any time in this game. So I'm going to celebrate after every catch I get, and I don't care. So <laughs> do, 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 do what you do. Right. Do what you do. I don't, I don't, I don't judge you. Uh, he, if he wasn't celebrating after a catch, he was punching a teammate in the face. Uh, well, well, all yeah. of that's good. All of that's good. Uh, well, let's move on to something else then. Uh, special teams. Not just tonight, although the penalty kill was pretty spectacular tonight. You know how many shots on goal Florida had on the power play tonight? Nope. Two. They had four power plays. Four power plays, Seems two good. shots on goal, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, penalty, <laughs> penalty kill was good. Power play scored for the second game in a row. Um, I think the penalty kill has killed all of their penalties in the last three games. Yeah. And special teams always always plays uh, plays a big part in the game. So it was uh, good stuff. Good stuff from the Canes. Canes uh, against Florida in the season series. Eight for 24 on the power play. 22 of 24 on the penalty kill, plus a shorthanded goal. 5-0-1. Yep. There it is. That's the difference <laughs> right there. It, it, it really is. Special teams. In this, in, this, uh, in this series between the Canes and the, and the Panthers. It really has been. I mean, it might, it might, it might be a, a pretty... I was thinking about this earlier today. It might be a pretty big deal, I mean, in terms of their overall... Uh, wins, I think the obviously, I mean they're they're number one in the league in conversion rate, right? So their their special teams has really, I, I think, carried their scoring. Oh yeah, because they're I mean they're uh, they're they're outside the top ten at five on five uh, goals. So because of uh, the power play has been so good, um, and they have scored a power play goal in every game against the Panthers this year. They are six for six. Against the Panthers on the power play, so uh, again, yeah, that is uh, that is good. I did I did mention we're going to whip our stars out here in a minute, but uh, I did mention to you earlier today that we are going to talk about uh, the misnomer about uh, you know the Hurricanes having a good problem with three uh, reliable goaltenders mm-hmm. because my problem with that statement is we ignore the word problem. Uh, and I'm guilty right. of this at times uh, as well, but the hurricane, you can't play three goaltenders. You just can't. Right. You can't even practice three goaltenders sufficiently. So that is going to be a challenge, and that challenge will fall squarely on the shoulders of James Reimer to keep himself ready because it's very likely that we have seen the last of James Reimer 
this was a big start for Alex Nedeljkovic tonight. You know, he had to play well because somebody's got to play the games that Peter doesn't. And they're not going to, you know, basically have Ned play once and then uh, six games later, it's uh, Ned gets another crack. It ain't going to be it because he's going to get the starts that Peter doesn't make is my guess. So he had to prove it tonight. And he did. Third shutout of the year. Canes have six shutouts this year. Uh, their goaltending has been really good, so we can't really complain about the goaltending this year, which is awesome. Um, and, you know, Tripp and I were talking about this on the aftermath, too, where he relayed a story when he was in the American Hockey League, and the coach basically had to tell the other goaltenders, do not let Tripp get in the net because he can't take away from the work that the other two guys have to do in order to stay ready to play. Uh, so, you know, there is a taxi squad. So I imagine, you know, Reimer's probably going to have to keep ready with, with taxi squad practices. Right. Um, because you're right. I mean, the Canes had this issue for a short period of time. I, I, I think during the darling era, if I'm, re- if, if I remember correctly, um, there was a there was a time when they had three goaltenders in practice for a while, kinda. Um, yeah. So it's not a it's just not a tenable situation at all. Um, so, yeah, I mean it's uh, Alex and Peter have been the two better goaltenders. I think that's been pretty plainly clear, and I'm sure it's a tough decision to make, but ultimately, I think the right one. Yeah, and the good thing is is that Reimer is such a good dude and he's such a positive guy and he's such a pro that I think he'll handle it very well. They can't put him on waivers. They put him on waivers, they lose him. Somebody's mm-hmm. somebody's snapping up James Reimer. He's not owed a lot of money. Uh most of the that contract he signed with Florida, by the way, was very front loaded. So there's not a lot of money owed to him. So it's not even that. Plus, at this point, his salary cap number is relatively easy to to absorb. Uh, it's a little over three, but it, the overall the cap number is pretty easy to absorb. But a team out there that needs a reserve goalie, you know, some goalie insurance, if you can't waive him and put him on the taxi squad if Carolina was looking to save any cap room. Now, you only need to save cap room for two more days or three more days because once the, um, once your, uh, you know, once the trade deadline passes, you're not adding anybody's salary unless you pick up a big ticket item off waivers. And I don't think anybody's doing that. Um, although at that point, no, yeah, Carolina wouldn't do that anyway. Plus you need goaltending insurance anyway for the postseason. Um, real, real quick. I mean, we see what's going on in Vancouver. The, uh, if the hurricanes all of a sudden wake up one day and COVID's in the room, uh, you got to hope you have a, a goaltender who could play. So, if I'm the Hurricanes, I'm not doing anything with my goalies. I'm just going to hope that James Reimer keeps himself ready uh, just in case he's needed. He's part of this team. It's like uh, if they win the Cup, James Reimer is going to get to skate it around the rink and hold it as high as anybody because he won 14 games this year. 14-4-1, uh, and one, not bad for your third goaltender. I'll just point that out. Um, all right, so well, let's let's get to your stars, sir. All right, I had uh, Sebastian Ajo as my third star. That was good. Second star was um, was Trocheck. First star was Ned. Uh, I did not give Ned my first star. 
Okay, who'd you who'd you give who'd you give your first star to? Well, I, well I'm going to start with number three. Uh, by the way, Aho was one of many players who could have gotten a star from me, but didn't. I thought Aho was very good tonight. I thought Stahl was good. I thought Svechnikov was good. I thought uh, Martinuk and Fogel. I thought Stahl's line was outstanding. Uh, I thought all all the top guys on defense were very good. My third star was Nedeljkovic. So uh, my okay. sec my second star was Douglas Jonathan Hamilton Jr., uh, who mm-hmm. I thought was outstanding. One of his better games up and down the ice. Uh, he did he drop? Was it Barkov? He dropped behind the goal. Yeah, I think so. That was, yeah, I think I think that's what it was. Dougie Hamilton. Uh, and <laughs> I thought Trocheck was the best player tonight. Yeah, I considered putting him. I always feel obligated to put the goaltender as number one when he's when he's pitches a shutout. So I get but it. I, I I thought Trocheck could have been the first star for sure. So I, I mean he it. might be the first star of the season. We I, I talked about that at the very beginning of this. We you and I talked about it in uh, one of the intermissions. Uh, we we knew going into the season that the difference between being good and being great was it was probably Trocek, but it was somebody being the second center. Uh, and you know, and even I hate even numbering those because then you're saying that Jordan Stahl's the third center. Nah, they, right. you know, so they needed somebody else to score some goals, win some draws, play good defense. Trocek's done all that, man. What a year. 16 goals, 17 assists. It's not like he's done all this against Florida. He's got just as many points against Dallas as he does against the, the Panthers. Uh, it's just flipped. He's got two goals and six assists against the Stars. But he's winning better than 56% of his faceoffs. I mean, they're the second-best faceoff team in the league. They're, uh, Trocek is, I think, just outside the top 10 in the league in faceoffs. I mean, it's just remarkable what uh, how good he has been. Um, and now he has scored. He has scored in 12, was 12 straight games for him, right? Six before and six yeah, after 12. the injuries. Yep, exactly. Amazing. 12 games. Uh, absolutely. He's been awesome. Amazing, uh, amazing stuff. Uh, and I'm trying to think if there was, uh, let's just, just your, your overall uh, impression of the game. I, I know you don't do impressions, but... Uh, your overall thought about oh, the game tonight? No, I, I I think it was a different game than what we saw on Tuesday night. Uh, it, it was a lot less, you know, up and down. I thought it was a lot less freewheeling. I thought it was a, a lot stickier of a game. I mean, there were still chances to be had, but overall, I thought I thought the Hurricanes played pretty well. Yeah, I know Rod said after the game that he didn't think they played all that well, but their work ethic kind of got them through. But I, I thought they were pretty good. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty pleased. I mean, and they did it, you know, in fairly complete fashion with the great penalty kill, the power play goal. They did get some fortune on the Trocheck goal, some? um, but they got great goaltending as well. Yeah. I mean, it's hockey gods <laughs> looking down for sure. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and they got the great goaltending. So and I think their defense has been really good yeah. over the course of the last, you know, just just from in their own zone and their defensemen, you know, marking up and their team defense, I think, too. You know, Svechnikov had a great back check, I think, in the first period or something like that. Second period. Um, we, so, talk, we talked about second, that in the intermission. Yeah. It was right after yeah, one of his period. own turnovers, too. So, I liked their game. I thought they were pretty good tonight. I have no real issues with, with a lot. 
this reminded me a little bit like the games against Dallas. It was just a tight game. It was there wasn't a ton of room tonight. Um, yeah, it was good, fun, uh, fun game, and I, I loved how uh, Quenville tried to say, "All right, screw it, we're going to put Barkoff and Huberdo together in the third period," and that was probably the period when Barkoff and Huberdo were the least dangerous. Right. Yeah, I think Huber- I only remember Huberdo having one one good chance. Yeah, Keith Yandel. I only remember having one good chance, um, and Barkov, who's been all over the series, basically. Um, yeah, third period. He, he, his name was not mentioned a whole lot. Yeah, that's. By the uh, way, I, me- I go ahead. I messed up earlier. There are twelve players in red figures. There, uh, I was looking at my favorites <laughs> on the Masters app. Uh, none of the players I picked, by the way, my. Uh... My 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 wagers all lost. Lee Westwood was six over. There were there were not nineteen players or more under par. Uh, and well, I I haven't lost my Bernhard longer yet. He could still top twenty. There you go. But I there sucked. I sucked. All of my picks suck. You know, I, I'm going to go back to just picking hockey games. That's oh, that's Adam, what I'm don't doing. don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Gosh, it's so funny. It is so funny. Um, the uh, the first power play goal, or the the power play goal tonight, um, it's just such an elite pass by Trocek across the aisle. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just incredible. He's such a big part of uh, of that power play. And it's interesting. It, it's a different power play, isn't it, with Trocek on it than Natchez? Yeah, I, and I mean, the whole, the whole play was... I mean, excellently executed um, from everybody. But yeah, I mean, it's just uh, you know, I mean, he, they're they're two completely different players. So uh, Nate just you know brings a lot more flair to the to the game. Um, but you know, I mean, I I have I'm, I'm out of superlatives for Vincent Trocheck. I'm with you. We did, we named him what second star. Was he second star of the uh, of the first half when we did our uh, midway uh, awards? The uh, what, what did we call them? The uh, the mappies. The mappies. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. That's first half awards, man. They don't they don't stick. I have to. Get, you're you're right. They uh, they absolutely don't. I have to go back and look. I'll I'll do that research and I'll report back uh, for uh, for Saturday night. Uh, all right, uh, Detroit comes in Saturday. They got Detroit, then Nashville to follow. Uh, and then Monday night, Jordan Stahl will play in his 1,000th game uh, in the NHL. That should be uh, that should be a lot of fun. All right, Alec Campbell, I hope your, uh, your vaccination uh, doesn't knock you out tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think it'll knock me out tomorrow. I, I, I hope that uh, the sleep, I can sleep, sleep some of it off. But um, I, I feel fine. Okay. I feel fine. I just feel, uh, I just feel, you know, just zapped. That's all. All right. Well, uh, but I don't feel, I don't feel any kind of queasy or, you know, nauseous or anything that would keep me from doing it. If, you know, if someone said to me, uh, Alec, um, you could go play Augusta right now, I would do it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I need to know what kind of condition you would be in to not play Augusta. I mean, I'd essentially have to be, Incapacitated. Right. I dead. I mean, 
you know, or there would have to be like some serious family obligation. Oh, you'd, get, you'd, you'd figure out a way to get out of that. Yeah. You know, not if it was like a death of a family member or something like that, I wouldn't go play. It would depend but, on how close that family member is. That's true. I'm talking about immediate family. I mean, okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Extended family. No, nah, I'm going to play golf. I'll, I'll catch you later. I'll catch you later. Yeah. I'll pay my respects yeah. in the, on the golf I'll, course. I'll, he w- I'll send a card. He would have wanted me to play. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, with that, with that said, uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, man. All right. We're all drained from, uh, getting vaccinated, moving into first place, uh, all of that. Uh, Kane's Corner Podcast is brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Roofing, siding, windows, entry doors. By the way, windows, they got like 14 million different types of windows. They have double-hung windows. That's right, double-hung. You know you want double-hung windows. Uh, AluminumCompany.com online for a free, no-obligation estimate on Hamlin Road in Durham, the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Canes win it 3-0, uh, third shutout of the year for Alex Nedeljkovic, who I believe has firmly entrenched himself as the number two goaltender for the Hurricanes. And the Canes are in first place, 27 wins. 14 of those 27 have come on home ice. Still four more games left at home in the homestand. Detroit Saturday and Monday, then Nashville comes in after that uh, before the Hurricanes hit the road for a little spell. Uh, but the Canes are 27-9-3, 57 points with 17 games left in the season. Best points percentage in the National Hockey League. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast. Follow us, review us, give us a rating, give us five stars, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll put a little uh, extra ice in petty cash for you. How about that? Uh, until after Saturday night's game against the Red Wings. Bye. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Canes Corner Podcast. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.